Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to the Islamic Podcast, hosted by the McLean Islamic Center. Here you can find some of our best content in audio format. You can also find our other lecture series on our YouTube page. Today's talk will be about the dua of Prophet Ibrahim salam when leaving family by Brother Awais Sheikh. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. والصلاه والسلام على رسوله الكريم محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين وبعد dear brothers and sisters i hope that everyone is enjoying their ramadan everyone is making the most of their fasting and their tarawih and good deeds in this month may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us amin uh, in continuing with this series of uh, daily dose of taqwa uh, where we profile um, different uh, prophets and uh, righteous people of the past. Uh, today, I wanted to reflect on one of the, the pillars of taqwa, one of uh, the, the men that was so synonymous with taqwa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described him as an ummah unto himself. And of course, we're speaking about our beloved prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam. And there are so many stories uh, of Ibrahim السلام, that speak to his piety, his taqwa that we can learn from. Uh, what I wanted to do today was reflect just on one story, uh, and in fact, just one verse of the Quran and one dua that Ibrahim السلام, uh, made. And to set context for the story, um, this dua came after the Pro uh, Prophet Ibrahim السلام, uh, was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take his wife and his newborn child, uh, a child that he was so uh, eager to welcome into his life. And he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take them uh, to Makkah. Uh, and of course, uh, at this time, Makkah is not uh, as we know it today. It's not a bustling uh, city. Uh, with the Kaaba and the, and the masjid around it and all the buildings and shops, but rather it was a barren land. It was in the middle of a desert. And so uh, Ibrahim السلام, takes uh, his wife Hajar uh, and his newborn son Ismail. Uh, may Allah be pleased with them. And he leaves them in the middle of this desert and starts walking away. Uh, and you can imagine, I mean, the feeling, how difficult it is for Ibrahim as a father and a husband, and how difficult it is for Hajar as a, a, a mother and a wife. And she asked him, where are you going? What are you doing? Until finally she asked, is this from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And as we know in the story, Ibrahim السلام, said, yes, it is from Allah. And look at the taqwa also of Hajar السلام. Um, she said, if this is from Allah, then he'll provide for us, right? She had full tawakkul in Allah. And so after this, uh, Prophet Ibrahim السلام, once he leaves his son and his wife in this uh, uninhabited land, um, he makes a dua. Uh, and this dua is captured in Surah Ibrahim, verse 37. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, quotes Ibrahim alayhi salam as saying, "A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim, Rabbana inni askantu min dhurriyati biwadin ghayri dhi zar'in inda baytika al-muharram, Rabbana liuqimu salata faj'al af'idatan minan nasi tahwi ilayhim, 
وَرَزُقُهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ The translation is, O oh our Lord, I have made uh, some of my family to dwell in, an, uh, in a barren valley by your sacred house in order that they may perform a salah. So fill some hearts among them with love towards them and provide them with fruits so that they may give thanks. The piece I want to reflect on that we benefit from uh, with this du'a, you know, one of the things that we, for those that study psychology or sociology, um, you've probably run across a different Ibrahim or Abraham, and that's Abraham Maslow. Right? Abraham Maslow is a famous uh, sociologist that came up with this hierarchy of needs. And his premise was that every human being had a base set of needs that they needed to meet their physiological and safety needs, right? Food, water, shelter, sleep. These were basic essential needs. And then there were advanced needs around love and belonging, right? And, and being a part of, uh, you, you know, a community and a family and a sense of connection. And then it was only after meeting those needs that one perhaps reaches the level of self-actualization, Right, being uh, fulfilling your full potential, being the most uh, that one can be, and Subhanallah, Ibrahim, Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam, and his du'a actually turns this hierarchy completely uh, on top of itself, because what's the first thing? I mean, imagine he has just left his family, right? What's the first thing that Ibrahim alayhi salam makes du'a for? He says. Uh, that I've left my offspring to dwell in, dwell in this uh, uninhabitable land uh, by your sacred house so that they may perform a salah. And of course we know that salah brings us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than anything else that we can do. Our level of self-actualization is recognized in salah. So Ibrahim salam is actually setting the base condition right, for, for his family to be this level of self-actualization, which is really not self-actualization. It is actualization of our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's his, that's his first uh, concern, his first focal point, even before anything else, right, is to make sure that his family is establishing a salah, right, so that they are fulfilling the highest form of themselves. Then what comes after that, right? Then after that, he asks for, fill some hearts among men with love towards them, right? Give them a community. Give them a group of people that will watch over them and take care of them. That social belonging piece that we talked about in Abraham Maslow's hierarchy, uh, Ibrahim salam is placing the second. Right? Because he recognizes in the importance of community, the importance of being surrounded by people who are going to help you, take care of you, and bring you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then only after all of this, he ends with, That give them some food, some fruits, so that they may be grateful. The thing that Abraham Maslow considered the base necessity, which was uh, essential you know, food and drink, um, Ibrahim salam mentions it, but he mentions it last, right? As if to say that yes, of course this is important, but what's most important is to establish a salah, right? Establish your connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
then to to make sure you surround yourself with the right community and then of course to take care of your physical needs because of course uh, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would provide for his physical for, for, for their physical needs um, and we know the rest of the story he provided them with Zamzam and then brought the tribe of Jurhum um, and fulfilled this dua but the lesson in taqwa for us that I want us to reflect on is really this is a lesson in priorities right what do we prioritize not just for ourselves but for our loved ones our families so many of us are so concerned about providing uh, uh, you know, a good home for our children, uh, providing them with, you know, uh, food to eat with the bare essentials, right? And of course, this is important. But sometimes then we're neglectful about the other aspects of their lives. Are they praying on time, right? Are they learning and maintaining a connection with the Quran? What is their community like? What are their friends like? Are we providing them with uh, people that will take care of them, not just in this world and in the hereafter, right? Instead, we have to take the uh, uh, Abrahamic approach, which is uh, Prophet Ibrahim salam, to start with the Yuqimu Salah. Make sure that the most important relationship that uh, our families have in their lives is their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially through prayer, right? And then also looking around and making sure that we're providing for them a strong community, um, you know, whether it's through family, whether it's through bringing them to the masjid, you know, of course, when the situation betters itself, inshallah, uh, whether it's, you know, making sure we're living in a place where they can uh, grow up and make friends that uh, will take care of them and protect them both, uh, you know, physically, but also mentally, emotionally and spiritually, right? Um, and to at least, at least place as much emphasis on that as we do uh, with uh, other worldly matters, if not more, right? Because that's, that's the lesson that Ibrahim, Prophet Ibrahim salam, teaches us in this dua, that in order to have taqwa, we have to have our priorities straight, right? Our priorities are our relationship with Allah, right? Our relationship with the community around us, and then of course fulfilling um, so that we may be grateful uh, our base uh, nafsi desires. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to follow in the example of Ibrahim alayhi salam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, help us to be among those that establish the salah, that uh, protect our communities uh, and provide for ourselves and our families. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of your good deeds in this month of Ramadan. Uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, help it to be a, a source of blessings for all of you. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Jazakallah khair for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and join us next time for more spiritually uplifting talks from the events at the McLean Islamic Center. If you love what you are hearing and would like to support MIC, you can find more information in our show notes.